Welcome to the Foundation's Report. Recently, the news told about a revival service that broke out at a Bible school campus in Kentucky. It appears that God's presence was there in a mighty way, and he was pouring out on the worshipers and students that attended. People would come to the altar and commit and recommit their lives to Jesus, and above all, Jesus was being glorified. Many commentators proclaimed that they were positive about the revival and observing the effects of this revival to ensure it was the genuine article. As the days continued at this revival, it appears people from all over the country and world, for that matter, descended upon Asbury to join in and experience this revival. One commentator questioned if some would consider this a true revival, unless there were people there barking like dogs or seeing gold dust. I know the comment was made tongue-in-cheek, but it sparked a thought in my mind. Throughout my Christian life, and I'm sure before, we would encounter people who would hop from church to church looking for the fire. We call them fire chasers. The definition of a fire chaser is one who goes from church to church seeking exciting and unusual manifestations when the Spirit of God would move. If it wasn't exciting enough for them in one church, they'd move on. A well-known fire chaser in Scripture was the prophet Elijah. We know him from the standoff he had with the prophets of Baal back in the book of 1 Kings chapter 18. The goal was to prove who was the true God, and the God that answered by fire would be the true God. They both built altars, and the prophets of Baal cut themselves and cried out to their God Baal that did not answer. Elijah called on the Lord. And he answered immediately, by fire. This was an exciting and high point in Elijah's life. Later, Jezebel put a contract out on Elijah's life, and he headed for the hills to hide himself. During that time, an unusual lesson was taught to Elijah by God. Elijah was looking for God to help in the way he experienced with the prophets of Baal, it appears, but God had to teach him something. In 1 Kings 19, 11 and 12, the Bible reads, Then he said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord. And behold, the Lord passed by, and a great and strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a still small voice. Some use this lesson to tell fire chasers that God doesn't always work like that, and it, and it is true. But others use it to justify their dead services within their churches, where the Spirit of God isn't moving and isn't welcome, 
and they have stifled his movement for years. Ouch. Is that too direct? My question would be about these verses, however. Did God ever move in the earthquake? Well, in Acts 16, Paul and Silas were in chains in the county jail when they began to praise God, and God caused an earthquake. Was there ever a time that God moved by wind? Well, on the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, they heard the sound like as of a rushing mighty wind when the Holy Spirit made his debut in the upper room. How about fire? Since Elijah had just seen fire fall from heaven, so that was uppermost in his mind. Well, in Acts 2 again, during Pentecost, there appeared cloven tongues as of fire that sat upon each of the disciples, and they all spoke with other tongues. Yes, it appears that God does in fact move by earthquake, wind, and fire, but also in a still small voice. Fire chasers have been with us for some time, and I am sure they are down there in Asbury measuring whether it fits up to their standards. But the truth is, God can move through any of those four, so we need to allow him to move the way he wants. And our job is to be close enough to him and listening to him to recognize when he speaks and when he moves. The question you need to ask, though, if God can move on a college campus in Asbury, why isn't he moving in my church? The Foundations Report is heard daily, Monday through Friday, on the Foundations Podcast Facebook page and on the Foundations channel on YouTube and on various podcast distributors via audio feed. Be sure to tune in.